Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is a Thursday here on Fantasy Sports Today. We have a lot to get to on today's show as we're less than a week from the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Joe Pizzapia will weigh in on all things baseball. We'll touch on a little bit of football and also a little bit later in the show, my conversation from my podcast with 1997 World Series champion John Cangelosi. You would think that this is a little bit of a strange interview, but I will tell you this. Cangelosi played in the big leagues a long time. He's now a coach, and certainly he may have played on one of your fantasy teams in the late 80s or in the 90s, and all of that, including some rookie potential call-ups on Fantasy Sports Today, which starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. I grew up in the WWE days where, or WWF, where after the matches were over, you could call, uh, if you had the WWF magazine, there was a phone number in there, it was 976-something, and uh, they would give you the results of what happened in all the matches. It would cost you like $1.50 for making the call. I would call, and my parents would be like, what are you doing? You can't just wait till it comes on TV. You got to know. I'm like, no, I have to know. I have to know. Did the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, did they win? Some of that is just personality, and and you know, in today's culture, flamboyant, you know, outspoken personalities get a lot of attention, and and that's not Mike Trout. He just kind of goes about his business, like keeps quiet. You know, he, he'll talk to the media, but not in a, a demonstrative uh, way in any way. So, um, you know, he just goes out and plays, and he loves the game, and you can see it in his, in the joy that he has on his face when he's playing. Um, you asked if he's the best player I've ever been on the field with. I would say in in his prime, yes, he, he is, because I got to be on the field with him in his prime. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want to compete against you know the uh, so-called fantasy football experts, you sign up for the Raz Ball and you have the potential to uh, take on these um, you know fantasy expert slash uh, you know analysts. Yeah, and it's you know I think it's good fun. I think it's like it's like a dream come true for a lot of guys. All right, and welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Bish here with you. Today is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. We have, uh, looks like just about every NFL team reporting for training camp here. There's a couple that haven't, and we'll uh, get into that in a little bit, including some players who haven't as well. But, uh, yeah, we are still in uh, in our baseball mode here. And so certainly throughout the show, if you have a question or a comment, you can hit us up on Twitter at Craig Mish at FNTSY Radio. Also, 844-843-6879. We got Sean, producer of the show, once again. He is filling in for Chris, who's been on uh, his honeymoon all week long. So Sean gets to produce 14 shows Every day, including mine, and host his own show 15, at 4 o'clock Eastern. Now. Up to 15 now. Okay, you're, you're uh, producing the overnight show, I heard now. 
All right. Well, well, uh, you know, Sean is is uh, been helping out, so appreciate his help for sure. You can catch his show, by the way, every day at four o'clock Eastern. And I saw him the other day holding up uh, the fantasy football belt. That was uh, that was interesting. I'm going to need to step up my game in my uh, fantasy football prizes. I thought just winning like two or three grand was good enough. I guess not. No, nope, you get gotta, a belt too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh? Got to step it up, man. Got to yeah. step it up. Yeah, in fact, um, we're going to tell you, I, I got a lot of things going on for this football season, and and we're you know some of it is still in progress. Some of it I got to talk to the godfather, Mike Cardano, about uh, suicide pools and, and other things. It's just, I'm getting bombarded now with, with fortunately, people who want to be part of what we do here at SportsGrid, so it's certainly a good sign. But it's like I'm trying to tell all the football people because they know I'm a football guy too. I've been doing, uh, you know, wager alarm and live streams on fantasy alarm and football and college football. And it, what happens is a lot of people take me for just being a baseball person because I cover and report on Major League Baseball. They forget that I've done just as much football as I have baseball. But I'm the only one I think in the community or the industry who just refuses to uh, to basically uh, bow down to the football gods until August. They just won't do it. It's just not happening. And, um, and and the same reason why for me is is why I think that it's silly to draft a fantasy baseball league in January, February. I wouldn't do that either. And so with less players in the pool in football and less studying and less data and more luck, and you're playing fantasy football against somebody else, and you have no control as to whether or not you win or lose, I am perfectly fine with beating that drum in the month of August and September. That's all I'm going to do, and I'm not going to stop it. You have, I mean, what good has it been to start off doing your fantasy football draft in June or July? What was the benefit of that? Was it not knowing Melvin Gordon's going to hold out? Was it not being sure Ezekiel Elliott's going to hold out? Is it not knowing if Michael Thomas is going to show up to Saints camp? Is it not knowing how serious Leonard Fournette's injury was at camp today? I mean, I could just keep going on and on. What was the point of the last two months of talking football? Why? To do what? To, to gain an edge on, on something that you had absolutely no control over whatsoever? Are people now going to be planting their flag and saying, I told you Fournette was injury prone? I mean, yeah, if you do 10 fantasy football best ball leagues, odds are in one of the two, you're going to end up having somebody that gave you a little bit of an advantage. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. But I just don't want to be on the end of that. I am still, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting fantasy baseball shows and talking baseball, and we're at a point in the season where it's absolutely crucial. The trade deadline is here. Like, there are going to be no other trades after July 31st. So the last thing that I'm going to do is start telling you who I think you should take in football in the first or second round. And, and you know, you have 10 or 20% of the players either holding out or hurt. What's the point? I'm going to wait. I'm going to get, I'm going to get into the preseason. Let's get to the preseason first, please. Can we see preseason game number three and then start banging the drum? You guys are drafting 10 fantasy football players all year. 10 dudes. Maybe 15. That's it. Do we really need that much analysis in June for 10 dudes on your team? And everyone's taking the first in the first two rounds the same guys over and over again? I don't get it. Don't get it. I mean, you could make the case you need to start earlier in baseball because you're drafting like 25 guys, and I'm not even saying that. I wouldn't do it. So bottom line for me, baseball rolls on, folks. 
after the trade deadline's over, we'll move over to football. Promise we will do that. But I've helped you with fantasy baseball from January. Well, not really January. I was doing some silly stuff. But from really February till now. And uh, until you guys tell me you don't want to hear it anymore, and I've yet to hear that from anyone. And believe me, I'm very active on social media, as as active or more than than anyone could possibly be in terms of fantasy and reality. And not one person has said, hey, Craig, your show sucks. Stop talking baseball. Let's move to football. When that happens, let me know. And I'll quit. And I'll quit. I'll, I'll, I'll move right over. No one's told me that yet. I'm still waiting for that. Joe Pizapia joins us next for a little three up, three down. We'll cover it all. Baseball, football, maybe even lacrosse if you guys want. We'll be right back on Fantasy Sports today after this. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of about $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers the other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. The fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audio Boom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
Now what goes up must come down. Three up, three down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning. Welcome back. It is time for a little three up, three down here on the show. And uh, yesterday we had Gray Albright on, and we never get through a three up, three down with Gray. But I will tell you that the uh, the master of voice and, um, you know, someone who really, uh, the master of theater, I would say, and entertainment, his name is Joe Pizzapia. <laughs> And uh, and he and he does so many different great publications and media work in fantasy. I've worked with him for almost ten years now, and uh, kind enough to join us for a little three up, three down today. And uh, Joe, thank you so much for spending some of your afternoon with me. How are you? I'm doing well, and yes, I'm the king of sports entertainment. That's what I am. I'm a step down from Vince McMahon. I'm like the fantasy version of that. But yes, I I am definitely all things media, all things fantasy sports. So I'm ready to do this. Let's do it. Okay, well, first of all, congratulations on the Black Book once again. Every year, it never ceases to amaze me, number one. Um, you know, you put a lot of work into that, man. And, and honestly, like to build your own brand like that, I got to give you a high five. Congratulations again, by the way. Oh, before we'll get to well, it later I again, but I just want to say at the top. Okay, all right. Well, so that's what, we could start with that trending up, but we'll skip that. We'll skip the, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the kissing up later. Okay, uh, the Yankees yesterday, uh, they, they got, a, you know, a, a wild game, another one against the Twins, sort of. But uh, Edwin Encarnacion, he hit his 30th home run if you caught the highlights yesterday. And the Yankees surprised him with a plush parrot, with basically a toy parrot after he hit the home run. He hit his 30th of the season. As everybody knows, when Encarnacion rounds the bases after he hits a home run, he pretends like he's got a parrot on his arm uh, rounding the bases. I thought that was a nice touch by the Yankees. So I'll start off with that as my first trending up. Joe, how about yourself? You think the Yankees could afford like a gold-plated parrot or something better. <laughs> right, but anyway, right? uh, yeah. Anthony Santander is my first one. You know, everybody's oh. looking for... Everyone's looking at this time of year for some bodies to fill in some spots, and this guy's only 15% owned in uh, most formats. And over his last uh, week or so, he got four home runs, seven RBI, hit 423, got a thousand OPS. Now look, I mean, is it going to cool off? Sure, but you take a guy who's got a positive ballpark factor, a guy who's uh, on a hot streak, and I think you add him. So I think Anthony Santander is uh, trending upward. Good call, man. Orioles, I think, that are going to get... I, I would not ignore the Orioles in August and September. They're going to have a lot of young guys playing, and uh, I would I would keep an eye on that. I think that's a good call by you. Um, listen, very. I get I got accused on satellite radio of doing too much Marlins, but, but I got to say, and I haven't had a lot of up or down in, in the Marlins, but I'm doing it today. I mean, Zach Gallen last night was dominant. Seven innings pitched on the road against the White Sox. Two hits, no earned runs, and nine strikeouts. Now, look, Reynaldo Lopez equaled him for about eight innings until he gave up a two-run home run, and I think we got to take more notice of Lopez now, too. He's starting to pitch better. But my second trending up, without a doubt, is Zach Gallen of the Marlins, who a lot of people were waiting for on that waiver wire. He hadn't had a win until last night, but he finally got one, Joe, and so uh, that'll be my second one for today. Yeah, and he did so in a tough ballpark to pitch, too, so it's a fantastic job for him. And, look, Allen's had good strikeouts, but we wanted to go longer in the games. That's always tough for the young guys, but certainly a step in the right direction for him. My number two is Jose Altuve, my spirit animal, my guy. 
the little man who's got three home runs in the last week. He had one last night. He's hitting over 400 over that span. He's got an 810 OPS uh, over that span. Look, uh, I'm just telling you right now, like, excuse me, an 800 slugging percentage. Pardon me. Uh, the guy's just on fire. And I love that Jose Altuve just keeps hitting bombs this year because had he not gotten hurt, I kind of wonder if he had missed so much time, how many bombs he would have at this point in the season. Clearly over 20 and clearly over pace to break his career high of 24. So Jose Altuve trending up. All right, Altuve. I like it. Um, look, I, I honestly think Altuve's got to be one of those guys that if somebody in a fantasy league gave up on him, you got to grab him. I think it's a good ball, especially for the last couple months. I just hope Houston does not wrap this whole thing up in September. That would that would kill these head-to-head leagues, uh, Joe. You know, like the head-to-head points leagues and bench guys in the finals. Okay, uh, my final trending up, Paul DeYoung. I don't know, Joe. How do we feel about this? Does this count? He had three home runs in the game last night. First one, bomb. Second one, bomb. Third one off Jose Osuna, the infielder. But look, it's, th- it's it's a three home run game. I mean, in in the stats it counts, and and DeYoung's already gotten paid. He's gotten his his extension. But imagine that, you know, he goes to, uh, you know, his agent. His agent calls the Cardinals in three years and says, "Hey, you know, let's extend based on that three home run game." And they go, "Oh, what if it was against the pitcher?" I don't know. I think the home runs count in fantasy and reality, Joe. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's my uh, final they do, trending up. They do count. You're right. They do count. My final trending up is uh, his teammate. Believe it or not, just Paul Goldschmidt, another guy. Had a bad first half. There's no doubt. My guess is that Goldschmidt was just trying to do too much and pressing. And you look over the last seven games for him, three dingers, nine RBI, slugging percentage of 600. Goldie, I think, is finally getting back on track. And I think just that little bit of confidence and a big hot run right now. We talk about him all the time on the DFS show on FanDuel, how he's been grossly undervalued there. And and, uh, if you've been using him over the last week when we've been talking about him, you've basically made out because he's had bomb after bomb after bomb. So uh, it's nice to see Goldschmidt finally starting to live up to the Goldschmidt level of performance right now. So he's my final trending up. Yeah, Cardinals trending up in general. They'll play this afternoon. I'm excited to see if they can continue this role that they're on. But look, Goldschmidt, uh, there's no doubt that what's going to happen in a lot of fantasy leagues, Joe, and you know this from doing both baseball and football, is the folks who who right now are not as dialed in because they drafted Goldschmidt and their team didn't end up very good. They're going to forget about what they're going to see in the next couple of months. And if Goldie goes off, he will provide some sick value in 2020. There's no doubt about that. All right, uh, trending down. Uh, I'll start off with this one. Uh, Jordan Lyles. Uh, a lot of people have him ranked, Joe, as like one of the top 10 potential pitchers to be traded at the deadline. Really? An inning in two-thirds, five earned runs, seven hits against those Cardinals? Uh, yeah, I would say that Jordan Lyles, if he's traded, will uh, not even be able. That team that gets him won't even have to give up a fantasy black book in order to get him. I think he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a giveaway, Jordan Lyles. Maybe he just loves Pittsburgh. Maybe he just wants to hang out and uh, eat more Pamani Brothers. Maybe he just refuses to leave. Uh, mine is Rick Porcello over his last 16 innings, 28 hits. Oh, my God. The ERA is over 8. The whip is 1.8. What the hell's going on? Look, I've never been a big Rick Porcello fan. I thought that one year was such an anomaly, such an outlier. Uh, but, look, right now it's a bad trend. And, if anything, you should be looking about when he starts and starting other hitters against him because right now he's a complete cast can. Yeah, um, I, I would agree. Um, but, look, uh, <laughs> what pitcher isn't a gas can? Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It, 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 it's been a, it's been a uh, horrible, horrible Walker year. Walker Bueller? <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. Walker Bueller, Hyunjin right. Ryu? I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of where you're at. 
Yeah, let me tell you something, Joe. The best kind of analysis in fantasy baseball are the people who do shows. You need to go acquire Walker Bueller right now. No, really? Oh, yeah, really? Because yeah. he's only got, what, 100 strikeouts and eight walks over his last, like, 90 innings or something like that? Come on. Yeah, that's great. I'd love to do that. What can you help me do that with? Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, uh, here's another one trending down. Now, explain this one to me, Joe. You're a smart guy. <laughs> I'll try. Randall Grichuk. Got a five-year, $52 million extension in the offseason. Uh, why? He's two for 21. He's got uh. one home run in July. He's batting 220. Look, the Blue Jays are probably the worst team in baseball, honestly. Like, I know that Baltimore's really bad, but Toronto is, like, really, really bad. And they got to pay Grichuk $10 million for five years? Like, why? why? What, what did they do here? I don't get it. Terrible deal for me. Were they anticipating a salary cap minimum coming in the next CBA? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find something, dude. I'm trying to find a reason. But, like, I, I get the whole, like, let's bring in some veterans who have been around clubhouses and can help out, like the Jason Worth theory back in the day with the Nationals. But I don't know if Richard Riddle Grichuk kind of fits that mold. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Uh, my, my number two is uh, trending downward is John Gray. Five ERA over his last four games. Uh, just not a good run for him. Plus, he's a guy that the splits are actually weird because he's been better in Colorado all year. And his last start in Colorado was a turd. So, John Gray, I know people love the strikeout potential, but, I mean, you got to stop messing around with these Colorado pitchers. Even if they have one good year, like look at Kyle Freeland. Last year had a good year. This year, his ERA is, what, 8-9? It's crazy. So you got to <laughs> run the other direction from these guys. Yeah, uh, we we got about a minute to go, so let me do my final one quick. Uh, I I thought the press conference was funny with Steve Ballmer introducing Kawhi Leonard, but he missed the handshake there, so he's got to be trending down for me on that one. What's your final one? Last one is a reliever, Aldis Chapman. Eight walks in his last six innings, ERAs at eight. Not good, not good at all for uh, the Yankee closer. Look, the Yankees have put up a ton of offense. That's great, but they need Chapman to kind of beat Chapman here if they're really going to succeed in the playoffs. All right, no doubt. If you thought that was the end of Joe Pizapia, you'd be mistaken because he's going to come back with us in a couple of minutes, and I'm going to throw some really hot take questions at him about fantasy baseball. We'll talk about the Black Book as well. Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid. Open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Use the promo code GRID. You'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're crazy enough to bet the Jets minus three and they cover by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. Pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 a day. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. We got Joe Pizzapia in the house. His fantasy black book is out. He's going to tell you a little bit more about that. It's already a uh, bestseller. As you can imagine, Joe puts a ton of work and energy into it. And uh, very proud of, of Joe, of what you've accomplished with that. You can follow Joe on Twitter at JoePizzapia17. He can help you with fantasy football. But we're doing fantasy baseball here on the show. So let's start off, Joe, with Shane Bieber. 10-3, and 3.44 earned run average, 166 strikeouts. Look, there are some folks who could be out of it. They could be having Bieber on their team. They don't have to make a decision on a keeper now, that's for sure. But, Joe, you follow pitchers just as anybody else. First of all, is he the best Indian starter moving forward? And second of all, is he like a keeper now in fantasy? The season he's put together is fantastic. Oh, I thought he was a keeper heading into this year anyway. I, I was very bullish on Shane Bieber because of the strikeout rate. And I know some of the numbers last year were a little spotty, but... If you look at the important numbers, which is that strikeout rate, that's what I always look for. When I'm looking for fantasy pitchers, I want guys who strike out guys, not just because of the K numbers in Roto Leagues, but because uh, even in, in like points leagues, I'm a points league guy, you know, Ks are usually very important, but I like guys who can get out of their own jams. I like guys who have an out pitch. I think that's very important. I think when you look year over year, the pitchers that kind of struggle are the ones who still pitch the contact. I mean, Rick Porcello, as we joked about before, you know, he could have a great season the next year. He is absolutely just a complete piece of garbage. But when you're looking at a guy like Bieber, 
I think you can absolutely argue he's been their most consistent pitcher all year. You look at an, uh, um, an Indians rotation right now that I know they lost Carrasco, but now that Clevenger's back, possibility of getting Kluver back, I think the Indians are going to actually have that run in them at some point. So Bieber's absolutely a keeper. And if people haven't realized how good he's been because of the negative press of the Indians overall in the baseball season, then I think that makes for an opportunity. I don't think it's a large opportunity. I don't think you're going to buy him low. But he's definitely a piece that, if you look at the age, the guy's just 24 years old. I'm all about having pieces of Shane Bieber and Keeper in Dynasty formats. Yeah, I mean, I would have never guessed that I would consider Bieber over Clevenger, over Kluver, over Carrasco. And i got to be honest with you, even Danny Salazar a couple years ago, I never would have thought that. It just shows you the Indians do a really nice job cultivating pitchers for sure. Uh, okay. well, look at his last year numbers over this year. They're, big, they're almost like the same in terms of innings pitch. And everything's the same, but the only difference is the ERA has dropped a full run. And I think that's something you look at it and you go, wow, why has that happened? And you look at it it's because he's been tough, tougher to hit this year, and some of that BABIP and some of those other extra numbers have kind of come back to uh, – some of the bad luck numbers have come back into reality, and now you're seeing a pitcher at 24 who is taking that next step into that ace territory. Yeah, okay. So let's uh, let's move on here. Speaking of keepers, now the one position in fantasy – that we know every year takes a huge hit because there just aren't a lot of options offensively because, Joe, the way the league is set up now, it's more important to have a pitch framer than it is to have a catcher that hits 20 home runs. Uh, We just heard Dan Strafford tell us earlier, Gary Sanchez is going to be out for an extended period of time. Castillo has been out. Posey's not the same. Mitch Garver, five home runs in his last seven games. Uh, is Mitch Garver the best catcher in fantasy baseball, Joe? Is that possible? He's the best return on investment catcher. I own him in the TGFBI, and I own shares of him in my home league. And this is, you know, it's funny. Uh, and I'll be 100% honest. I, I did not think Mitch Garver would be this good. But all my research led me to believe Mitch Garver could be good enough for free. And that's how I looked at him heading into this year. So I am one of the hap- – I was so – I was depressed when he went on the IL, man, I was, it was such a bummer. I was bummed out. I was like, oh, man, he's been so good. I hope he doesn't come back and the injuries linger or something happens and he just he loses the momentum. But since he's been back, he's been fantastic. I mean, uh, he, he's hitting 304, 385, 674 slash. That is brilliant. He's got 19 bombs. The trouble is, okay, what are you looking for him into next year? And to next year, I, I don't think the ADP is going to get crazy because I think most people are going to look at it and go, it's Mitch Garver. But this kind of drives home the point, which is when players hit that age, 28 to 31 seasons, the, those age groups, that's when you're seeing the prime of a player. And Mitch Garver is 28, turning 29. And you're seeing the best version of him. It also helps that he's got some fantastic lineup protection. When you add somebody like Nelson Cruz into a lineup, just how important that is and the ripple effect. And Rosario's been brilliant, too. The Twins and the Yankees, I mean, they've been going back at it. It looks like scoring touchdowns the last three days. It's been crazy. But, yeah, Mitch Garver, I think, is for real. You should not be selling Mitch Garver because there's nothing you can get better for him at the position. And in terms of ROI, you just got to be loving life if you own him right now. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I got to say, going into next year, if the Twins and he hits hit, at the top of the order, Craig, he's hitting uh, lead off. I mean, how do you? I mean, come the, on. The, the, the Twins are breaking the all-time home run record. Uh, please, somebody tap me on the shoulder before next spring training and remind me of this. That Target Field's a pitcher's park since when? These dudes are going crazy this year. I, I just—it's not. You know what? I, but they I, never had sluggers in this in this roster. There was a lineup so. built around maybe Joe so. Mauer, and you I mean Joe Mauer is your cleanup hitter? That's not going to get it done. It, it, 
people don't realize how important it is to have that presence of the middle of the order. Whether it be at Nelson Cruz or over time back in the day. Remember when David Ortiz was, was out? All of a sudden he retired and what that did to Mookie Betts and the rest of that lineup. And then they put J.D. Martinez back in and look how good the Red Hawks were. He went to World Series. So it's so crucial to have that middle of the order power presence. And Cruz is that guy that comes in automatically and has that. And I'll tell you what, Encarnacion is another guy that just came into the Yankees. And look how good the Yankees offense has been since he showed up. No, I I know, but but Joe, the Twins had Dozier. He had a couple of unbelievable I years there. I I just I, I I it's not that I disagree. I just I did I can't I couldn't see this coming. Even Sano had some big years hitting home runs. I just feel like the ball definitely is juice, but something has gone on there that I think well, that's that I, true I, too. Sure, I, I, I have to be reminded. Yeah. I have to be reminded of this next year. Okay, uh, one more thing for you, and then let's hit on the black book real quick. Um, Jesus Aguilar, just give me a quick answer here. There's some trade rumors with him. Honestly, I don't know if Milwaukee would sell low on him. It would seem to be foolish, but uh, you know, Tampa, they're talking about maybe an American League team and free up a spot. They could call Shaw back up. He could play first base. Uh, would you buy low on somebody right now with Aguilar before the trade deadline? I, I own him in a couple leagues. It's been a disaster for me. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, I would. I would buy low on him because it's going to cost you nothing to get him. I think you get, I mean, 228 batting average, people see that. 706 OPS, people see that, and they just like, here, take him. And I think people were frustrated enough here in mid, at the end of July, not even mid-July. So, yeah, I think he's a, a buy low in your stash room, and you never know. Sometimes a guy goes to a new spot, new hitting coach, somebody sees something, somebody, you know, sometimes just a change of scenery, and American League would be the best scenario for him because then he can get some DH at-bats too and get more frequent at-bats, and that's what you want. You want to get more opportunities to play. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I think that it's not a bad move there too, especially if you're playing in a league where you're behind in home runs and you just – you're looking up in the standings at a roto league, and you need you know an extra ten to catch somebody. That that may be your only shot to try and catch lightning in a bottle with someone like that. All right, uh, fantasy black book, Joe. The fantasy football season, I think, for a lot of people, starts to get underway now with training camps reporting. To by tomorrow, everyone will be in camp for sure. Uh, tell us uh, more about how people can purchase the black book and and congratulations again on the success of it so far. Well, we just got a nice little honor this week. I don't know if you saw it, but Book Authority named us the number one. Uh, football book read of 2019 and new football books. And not fantasy football, mind you, football. We're ahead of Ian O'Connor's new biography about Bill Belichick. So wow. crazy. Uh, I know, right? Real live books by real authors, not people like me. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's terrific. Look, uh, that was a really nice little thing we got there, a nice little honor. But uh, it's over on Amazon right now. We are number three in football books and number one in fantasy sports now for uh, the last four and a half weeks, so we're crushing it there. Relative position value, that's the theory, that's the concept. I just did a full update over last weekend, too, so if you haven't purchased it, everything, including the Tyreek Hill news, everything's updated. Our cheat sheets, which you can purchase as part of it for just 5 bucks, they're updated, too, so you have all the RPV ready and in front of you for all your drafts. You don't have to go leafing through the book. It's all there in a PDF. You can keep it on your computer. You can print them out, whatever you need to do. So, uh, yeah, all, and nobody's got the, that kind of update potential like we do because the fact that we're direct-to-consumer on Amazon. And uh, you can buy it on iTunes as well. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I have a great team of people, and they're super passionate about the sport, super passionate about fantasy, and it shows. And when people get it, they keep coming back, and that's, I think, why we've had such huge success. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. Well, listen, thank you uh, again for coming on the show, as always. And we'll keep having you on throughout the fantasy football season, no doubt about that. And uh, we'll have one more run at baseball next week, Joe, here. we got the trade deadline, and maybe we'll go over the impact of some of those deals next week. Thanks again, Joe. Have a great day, and um, we'll catch up soon, okay? 
Absolutely, brother. Always fun. Joe Pizapia with us at Joe Pizapia seventeen. How about that? Another accolade for Joe and his in uh, his fantasy black book. And the uh, RPV has taken off in ways that nobody could have expected. And Joe told us off the air, by the way, for those of you who are interested. Now, full disclosure here, I know nothing about hockey. That uh, Joe will have a fantasy hockey black book. Fantasy black book hockey. Fantasy, yeah. Fantasy hockey black book coming out for this upcoming season. So all your needs there for uh, for fantasy, for sure, with uh, Joe Pizzapia and the fantasy black book. Okay, coming up next here on the show. We're going to have a little You Make the Call. We'll talk a little Yasiel Puig. Also, the baseball slate for Thursday is on deck. We've got a couple of games underway, so we'll touch on those as well. In the second hour of the show, we'll talk a little Noah Syndergaard. Also, I've got a list of four players in fantasy in any league in baseball that I think that you should pick up in every league. Just to take a shot here, see what happens after the deadline and, uh, and and see if they get called up. Maybe they can help your team. We'll update you on the Mets and Padres, Cardinals and Pirates. We've got some news in fantasy football as well, albeit very little. We'll do that. And then later on in the show, I'll play an interview from my podcast that I just recorded with John Cangelosi, former big league player. I really think it's a good interview. And I don't, re- I don't always play my podcast interviews here, but I think like this is a good one for you to hear. More fantasy sports today after this. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. The morning after. I called 1-800-GAMBLER uh, last night, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, I tried to put a parlay in. They told me, sir, this is, uh, this is a helpline. I said, oh, 1-800-GAMBLER. That sounds like... It's a great, great number. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually, it's a good bit on the radio. Yeah, see right there. I, I give, people don't realize. I give usually about five, three to five A-level jokes a day. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you. It is fun to be with you here on this Thursday. I can't believe the Major League Baseball trade deadline is less than a week away. That is nuts. I feel like I just started doing these shows. Uh, and even here, I mean, we're I'm, I'm through uh, next week two months of doing fantasy sports today. So that's kind of uh, exciting, too, two months of, of this show. Fantasy football season is coming. My texts are coming in, you know, fast and furious throughout the show. And, and look, I get it. I'm, I'm with you guys. But just can, can we get through the baseball trade deadline first before we shift over to that, please? Can we, can we just help you guys with I mean, Remember, and I think that this is a key point, too. And I've, I've mentioned this a billion times. I'll do it one more time. Because there is no deadline on August 31st, it makes all the trades happen on July 31st. I'll say this. There hasn't been a lot of action. But I do think that come July 31st, you're going to see 30 players dealt minimum. It's gonna There's going to be a lot. Will they have impact? I don't know. I, I can't say that. And I know that people count on me to be a baseball insider and things like that. And as of right now, there just hasn't been anything happening. Anything that you're seeing is just strictly rumor at this point. It does feel a little bit like the winter meetings, which were boring. But let's let's let things percolate a little bit. I'll be at the ballpark in Miami this weekend on Friday and Saturday, and uh, and then next week for sure when the Marlins play the Twins. The Twins are coming here next week, so that's going to be a good series. Okay, before we go any further, it is time for our little poll of the day, and then we're going to get into this topic a little bit. And we start off with this edition on this Thursday of You Make the Call. You Make the Call. All right, you make the call. Subject today is based around outfielder Yasiel Puig of the Cincinnati Reds. I, I just, I don't see any scenario where the Reds hang on to Puig. What would be the point, honestly, for them? I, I don't see any. So here's what I'll uh, I'll say is I believe, and, and Ken Rosenthal reported this, so let, let's give him credit to be the first one to intimate it. But yeah, I, I think that Puig gets moved. And you saw what he did many years ago for the Dodgers and ended up uh, carrying them for a few months when he came up as a rookie. By the way, if I told you 
If I asked you how many times over the course of his career, we can ask Sean this question. Sean, how many times do you think Yasiel Puig over the course of his seven-year career, six-year career, excuse me, has played 150 games? Say that again, Craig. Sorry. How many? How many games would you? How many times would you say Yasiel Puig has played 150 games in a season? How many times? Uh, none. Uh, that's not gonna. I'm gonna go with one time. One. Okay. One, one time in six. That, 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 I was shocked to see that and hear that. And so durability is somewhat of a question. But are you make the call today, and we'll answer this question for you. I'll try at least, but then you guys can vote. Where will Puig be traded? Uh, option one. Philadelphia Phillies, they lost McCutcheon. They need some offense. They they can't punt the rest of the season. They got to go for it. Maybe Puig goes there. Uh, Cleveland Indians would seem to be a spot where they could use some offense. How in the world can Cleveland go toe-to-toe with Minnesota? They got the pitching, but does Cleveland have the necessary hitting, especially in their outfield to get it done? No, so maybe Cleveland's a spot. The St. Louis Cardinals, uh, Ozuna should come back. It's... Bader, Fowler, O'Neal. Would Puig fit in St. Louis? Ooh, strange spot. Well, we'll throw the Cardinals in there as well. And then the final uh, destination possibility, and and again, maybe we'll miss all these, uh, is the Oakland A's, who always seem to be willing to rent a player, right? They've done this for many, many years. They'll They'll get a player or two and see what happens. So we'll throw the A's in there as well. Uh, anyway, at Craig Mish, at FNTSY Radio, where will Yasel Puig be traded? Phillies, Indians, Cardinals, Athletics. Those are the choices. Vote right now at FNTSY Radio and at Craig Mish. And that indeed is our edition today on this Thursday, July 25th of You Make the Call. Okay, uh, uh, Puig, let's, let's get into him a little bit more. Uh, he has 22 home runs, 13 stolen bases on the season, as I just mentioned and, and told Chris. Like, if you're going to acquire a player at this stage of the game, yeah, you're taking a little bit of risk, but Puig's played 150 games one time. He's had all kinds of weird injuries, issues, whatever. But I don't think that there should be a huge investment into this player. The other thing that I would worry about with this trade deadline is if these players are signing these long-term contracts and they're really not getting paid like they used to, do you really think that teams are going to value any kind of player who's in the final year of their contract when they know every they, they know for a fact that these teams are trading these players? Now, look, if they're under control for a year or two, Mike Miner's a good example of that. Miner's under contract for next year, too. If they're under control, then it makes a little bit more sense. But if they're not, I, I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows that the player is going to get moved. So how, how do you kind of work through that? Very curious to know how this will uh, how this will end. But uh, yeah, the uh, the trade deadline is here. We got a week to go, and we'll continue to update you on everything going on in that. All, All right. right, the uh, short slate for today in baseball. It is a Thursday. And a lot of teams are off today, but let's kind of dive in a little bit. And I promise some live updates throughout the show, and that's what we'll do. Right now, the Padres are taking on the Mets. Boy, have the Padres kind of fallen apart, right? Um, you know, Eric Lauer today gave up four runs in the first inning as Todd Frazier doubled uh, home two runs. Also, Pete Alonzo, J.D. Davis, he's been pretty good. 
Uh, he has a hit also. So the Mets lead four to nothing right now, as uh, they're already in the bottom of the second inning. I think the Padres are are pretty much done. Hey, the Cardinals are back at it again. They just keep rolling. They scored 14 runs yesterday, and they already scored two runs in the top of the first inning. And uh, Tommy Edmond got a hit to start off, and Jose Martinez drove him home. Paul DeYoung also has a sacrifice. He's up to 50 runs driven in. Miles Michaelis is on the mound. They've already given him a 2 to nothing lead. So St. Louis leads Pittsburgh 2 to nothing, and they're still in the top of the first. 405 Eastern Rockies and Nationals. It is the return of Mad Max. Max Scherzer will keep a close eye on that for tomorrow's show. Scherzer 9 and 5 with a 2.30 ERA. Jeff Hoffman 1 and 3 with a 6.75 earned run average. The Rockies are 47 and 55. One of the biggest disappointments in baseball this season for sure. I think I had them winning the division. Good job by me. Yankees and Red Sox start a four-gamer tonight. We'll look forward to that one. Probably the last shot for the Red Sox to get back involved in the division with them being so far behind the Yankees. Look at this. Yankees, 66-35. and 35, Red Sox, 56-47. and 47. Masahiro Tanaka, 7-5 and five with an ERA of 4. Rick Porcello, 8-7 and seven with a 5.61 earned run average. Story came out, by the way, a couple days ago. The Yankees have no idea. When Giancarlo Stan's going to come back, they're still 30 games over 500 without him. And the highest paid player on the team. Nuts. Uh, Twins White Sox tonight. Uh, White Sox got shut down. They lost two out of three to Miami. Twins get that series with the Yankees done. Good for them. Jose Barrios, 8-5, and 2.96 against the ace of the White Sox. Lucas Giolito, 11-4 with a 3.12. Great pitching matchup. I don't know if it'll be a great game, but a great pitching matchup going into tonight. Indians and Royals, another start for Mike Montgomery coming over in that trade with the White Sox. Montgomery is 1-3 with a 6.83 earned run average. Adam Plutko starts for Cleveland as they try to keep pace with Minnesota. They're two games back of them right now in the American League Central. I would expect both teams to add some players, uh, both the Twins and Indians, before the 31st, or even on the 31st. Orioles and Angels tonight. Yacobonis and Suarez are your starters. This is probably one of those stack offenses on both sides, I would guess. Angels are 54 and 49 of the season. Trout now up to 33 home runs and 81 runs driven in. The Orioles, of course, are playing out the string at this point. Renato Nunez leads them with 24 home runs. Rangers and A's tonight. The Rangers, as you heard Dan Strafford in the update, are are waiting to hear on Joey Gallo, who there is a chance could miss the rest of the season. They've fallen back to 51 up and 51 down. A's are going to need to pick up some steam pretty quick to stay in the race with Houston, although they're right in there for the wild card. Brett Anderson, man, who would have thought Brett Anderson could have this kind of year? 9-5 and five with a 3.82 earned run average. He just won't go away. And Anthony Gerardo, 5-6 and six with a 4.92. That game will be a 10-07 Eastern start. And then the final game on the board is the dare-me-to-watch game. No chance, no way, no how, not one second. Seattle is yet to announce their starter, and the Tigers are going to start Drew Verhagen, whose ERA is 15. Yeah, that's that's what's that's the dare-me-to-watch game tonight. 10-10 Eastern. Tigers and Mariners, both teams are out of it. Both teams are selling players. And speaking of which, Domingo Santana is one of those key guys who could end up getting moved, although he got hurt, and there has been an MRI on him, although we have not yet got a result. And that, indeed, 
is the Major League Baseball schedule for today. Coming up in the next hour, what we'll do is we'll update you on the games and and certainly see if there's uh, any more updates uh, to be had as far as that that is concerned. The other thing I'm going to talk about are some rookies. Got a message on Twitter. Somebody asked me to go through some potential rookies that may come up. So we'll uh, we'll get into that. A uh, couple of other rumor mongers here. Uh, John Morosi, a lot of rumors. Twins uh, showing interest in Blue Jays reliever Daniel Hudson. Does that mean anything for fantasy? Let's see. Uh, I don't know. They, you know, I was surprised that the Twins DFA'd Blake Parker. I didn't think that was coming. Would Daniel Hudson get ninth inning opportunities in Minnesota? No. I, I guess the way that this could affect fantasy is if the Jays decide to trade Giles and Hudson. Who in the world would close for the Jays if they traded both of those guys? Let's look into this here a little bit. Um, there's not a lot of wins coming. It's only two months. But let's say there, let's say in the last uh, six, uh, 50-some-odd games, there's 25 save opportunities, and they're able to convert 15. All right, so Ken Giles is the closer. Hudson is the backup. Uh, the wow, is it David Phelps? Dave, could it be Dave? Yeah, it would be David Phelps. 16 strikeouts in 15 innings with a 2.30 earned run average. Phelps' last seven games, ZRA is one. Look, if you're playing in a 15 team or you're playing in an AL only, you may as well grab Phelps because I don't know that anybody else would get an opportunity to close for that team. The only other potential option would be Joe Biagini who in 46 games has 46 strikeouts. He does have one save. He's pitched pretty well over the last month or so. But uh, maybe maybe it's Biagini. Maybe it's, maybe it's Phelps. Maybe you got to pick up both guys. Why are we even talking about Toronto Blue Jays relievers, honestly, at this point in the season? That's, that's, that's where we're at. That's what makes the deadline exciting. You could pick up five to ten saves in any fantasy league just by staying on top of this stuff. And so... Uh, that we'll, we're going to have to wait and see, but it, it would appear to me that the Blue Jays will trade uh, Giles for sure. Like I, I don't see any reason to keep him. And that would ruin my prediction for the season where I said that Giles would save more games than Edwin Diaz. Mm, unfortunate for me. All right, uh, let's take a quick time out here on the show. Coming up next, we dive into Noah Syndergaard a little bit. I'll go over some rookie call-ups. Live updates, Padres, Mets, Cardinals, Brewer, uh, Pirates. Little fantasy football discussion as well from what's going on in training camps. And then uh, my interview with John Cangelosi for my Swings and Mishes podcast. We'll be right back here on Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Don't go anywhere. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. 
publish your story. Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Morning Line. They are now 12 wins in their less than 18 games since Tyler Skaggs passing. And it's interesting. A lot of the players, uh, Cole Calhoun, who's been on fire for the Angels. A lot of guys in that locker room pointing, saying it's um, it's crazy, but they just they feel different. Their, their approach, everything has changed since they said that Tyler Skaggs has passed. And they're playing like something has changed. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. I'm trying to tell all the football people, because they know I'm a football guy too. I've been doing uh, you know, wager alarm and live streams on fantasy alarm and football and college football. And it, what happens is a lot of people take me for just being a baseball person because I cover and report on Major League Baseball. They forget that I've done just as much football as I have baseball. But I'm the only one, I think, in the community or the industry who just refuses to uh, to basically uh, bow down to the football gods until August. I just won't do it. It's just not happening. And, um, and, and the same reason why for me is, is why I think that it's silly to draft a fantasy baseball league in January, February. I wouldn't do that either. And so with less players in the pool in football and less studying – and less data, and more luck, and you're playing fantasy football against somebody else, and you have no control as to whether or not you win or lose, I am perfectly fine with beating that drum in the month of August and September. That's all I'm going to do, and I'm not going to stop it. You have, I mean, what good has it been to start off doing your fantasy football draft in June or July? What was the benefit of that? Was it not knowing Melvin Gordon's going to hold out? Was it not being sure Ezekiel Elliott's going to hold out? Is it not knowing if Michael Thomas is going to show up to Saints camp? Is it not knowing how serious Leonard Fournette's injury was at camp today? I mean, I could just keep going on and on. What was the point of the last two months of talking football? Why? To do what? To, to gain an edge on, on something that you had absolutely no control over whatsoever? Are people now going to be planting their flag and saying, I told you Fournette was injury-prone? 
I mean, yeah, if you do 10 fantasy football best ball leagues, odds are in one of the two, you're going to end up having somebody that gave you a little bit of an advantage. Sure, yeah, no doubt. But I just don't want to be on the end of that. I am still, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting fantasy baseball shows and talking baseball, and we're at a point in the season where it's absolutely crucial. The trade deadline is here. Like, there are going to be no other trades after July 31st. So the last thing that I'm going to do is start telling you who I think you should take in football in the first or second round. And, and you know, you have 10 or 20% of the players either holding out or hurt. What's the point? I'm going to wait. I'm going to get, I'm going to get into the preseason. Let's get to the preseason first, please. Can we see preseason game number three and then start banging the drum? You guys are drafting 10 fantasy football players all year. 10 dudes, maybe 15. That's it. Do we really need that much analysis in June for 10 dudes on your team? And everyone's taking the first in the first two rounds the same guys over- 